This is episode 256 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today it's all about diet mindset. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally, right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, sisters. It is story time. I want to bring you into my past, into a consultation that I've had a few years back with one of you. I know this lady still listens to the podcast. So here it goes. I'm going to read it like I'm reading a scenario of a movie. So stick with me here. So Stephanie says, how can I help you, Tammy? Tammy, to answer, I've tried everything, literally everything, nothing works. So I hope your approach will help me lose weight. To that I answer, okay, Tammy, why do you want to lose weight? And then there's silence on the line. And me to ask, Tammy, are you still there? Yes, I am. So tell me, Tammy, why do you want to lose weight? Silence again. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Because I'm overweight. Me to answer. Well, you don't have to do anything. What will you do to lose weight? Tammy to answer. Well, go on a diet, probably keto. But you know, I've tried it before, and I end up binging on carbs. Silence. Me. Okay, Tammy. So. Do you want to diet? Tammy, right away to answer, nope, I don't want to go on another diet, but I have no choice. That's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. Me to answer, well, you know, Tammy, if you don't want to be on a diet, you don't have to. And then silence again. Me to reply, dieting is optional. Really? No one has ever told me this before. End of conversation. This conversation that I've had with Tammy is, was on repeat for many years for me. It was not uncommon. Have had probably dozens and dozens of conversation like this with countless of women, clients and friends. Interestingly, although not surprisingly, many women ask me if I think that weight loss should be a goal for them. Or they'll say something like this. I feel guilty. Like, I should want to lose weight. Welcome to diet 
mindset. Now, the word mindset has become a buzzword. And with any buzzwords, it runs the risk of losing its meaning. There's a lot of BS going around the word mindset. Many people are talking a lot of fluff about mindset and promising big results with quick tips and hacks. And trust me, the anti-diet culture isn't spared from this at all. (laughs) I see it, I hear it, and I get the people who try the tips and the hack coming to me. The truth is that most people don't have a clear understanding of what mindset truly means. They know just enough to see that their mindset is causing them unnecessary pain, but not enough to actually know how to change their mindset. They get caught up in the tips and the tricks and the hacks to change their mindset. And when it doesn't work, once more, they think they're the problem. Not the tip, the act, the guru, them. Doesn't sound like diet culture to you. To me, it's diet culture version two. Now, Long-time listeners will know that I'm a very methodical person when I teach. And for my news listener, that's a gift for my professional training. I'm trained in science. I'm trained in clinical nutrition. So when I approach the term mindset, I'm very methodical. So I'm going to teach you what I know of mindset first in general, and then want to deep dive into the world of diet mindset. So first... Let's understand what mindset means. When you look at the word mindset in Google, you get very short definition, which says mindset define the set of attitude held by someone. Too brief for me. So when we go to another definition of mindset, this one more extensive, it says something that I connect more with. Mindset is a set of assumption, methods, or notion held by one or many people or groups of people. So people will refer often to mindset as perspective. Now, the way I like to explain to my client is that mindset is a collection of all the things you believe in, the things that you assume, or the things that you've been taught. These can be conscious or unconscious, but these believe assumption or notion that you were thought influence your feelings. It influenced the approach you have in any given situation, even how you met your needs, and ultimately the action you take, therefore the result you have and create in your life. Another great analogy I use with my student is that your mindset is like a pair of glasses you wear 24-7. It's the lens through which you see and experience life. Mindset, it's not just the belief and the assumption you take, but it's how you feel due to the thoughts you have. And the way you feel creates the action and the behavior you have, therefore the result you experience. All of that is under the umbrella of mindset. This is really, really important for us to understand 
and why all of it, our thoughts, our action, our results, our feeling, all of it needs to be addressed together. And that's where most mindset tips, hacks and gurus go wrong. And that's why so many people struggle with changing their mindsets. To be addressing your mindset, to be changing, upgrading your mindset, you need to be looking at your thoughts, your emotion, your action, and the result you have in life. One point to note when someone is talking about core beliefs, that is not the same thing as mindset. A core belief is a long-held belief. That is one element of your mindset. Each belief pulled together creates your mindset. Now, we have different mindsets based on the different belief we have in the different areas of our life. So we have a diet mindset, we have a money mindset, we have a political mindset, we have a social justice mindset. Mindset applies to the different aspect of our life. What we know as, quote, diet mindset is the collection of beliefs and assumptions that you were thought about health, about beauty, about body size, and also what it means to be a woman. These beliefs we have about what it means to be a woman influence how we feel about our body and about ourselves in general. These thoughts we have about our body and about ourselves in general then creates the action and the behavior we have, just like the action of going on a diet. Now, on a side note here, I'm not digging, (laughs) to be honest with you, the term diet mindset, because I think it's really narrow and keeps women focused only on dieting, as in their food choices, when the spectrum of what our beliefs around what it means to be a woman and our body size and nutrition gets to influence much broader aspect of our whole life. But that's what most people understand. So we're going to carry on utilizing the word diet mindset, but know that it's not just about food choices. Not everyone share the same mindset. Some people have different belief, an example about politics, therefore will subscribe, for an example, to different political organization. The same goes with Money. Some people believe that money is scarce and they have to work hard, while other people are more libertine when it comes to money and they have different beliefs and different outcome. Why is it that different people have different mindset? And we see the same thing when it comes to what it means to be a woman and body size and health and diet. Why? Because our experiences, the things we were thought, our assumption varies greatly based on our family of origin. Because most of our beliefs are taught to us by our family of origin or our caregiver. 
We go through different school system and different beliefs are taught there. And then we belong to different culture and different beliefs are taught there. We are exposed to different beliefs. Therefore, we learn, we pick up different beliefs that creates different mindsets. Plus, we go through life as we get older let's say past your teens and into your 20s and your 30s, and we experience different things. These experiences all along your life also helps to create your mindset or to modify it as you get older. It could be a really profound one-time experience, a whole bunch of small repetitive experience driving home the same message, therefore creating a belief. Now, the word mindset, although a buzzword today, like mindset have been present in human evolution since the beginning of time. We only recently brought awareness to the fact that there is different mindset that create different outcome, but we've always had mindset as humans. Now, why is it that it matters which mindset we carry with us? Well, very simply, because what we will create in life is a direct outcome of the type of mindset we have. Our mindset will determine the type of relationship we will have, the financial state we will have, the state of our family, of our health, literally everything in life. So let's let's take an example that's common to all of us and let's talk about diet mindset and how it creates different results in our life. Let's say that you believe that as a woman, your body size defines you as a person and that you must adhere to the standard for what a woman's body size should be. And therefore, you will engage in behavior to maintain this, quote, normal body size. You will try to control your body size. You will engage with food differently as a mean to control your body size because you believe that that's the thing you should be doing, just like Tammy was in our consultation. You will have different behavior with food. You will have different behavior with exercise. You will have a different narrative in your head. Let's imagine like Tammy, that you're considering your body not to be in the normal body size range that you believe it should be in. You will have all kinds of crazy thoughts in your head, right? And probably not a very empowering messaging in your own head which will then turn in into diet behavior. You probably use exercise as a way of controlling your body as well. Can you see how your belief will derive your action? Now, let's look at the other side of the spectrum. Let's say that you believe that your body size doesn't define you as a woman. How is this mindset going to influence how you interact with your body? 
you're probably not going to try to control your body size. You're going to let your body do what it should be doing, right? You're going to let your innate wisdom of your body just operate. You're going to have different thoughts about your body. You're going to interact with food differently because you don't believe that you need to shrink your body. You're going to exercise probably from a place of like joy because you don't interact with exercise as a way of shrinking your body. Either side of this mindset will directly influence how you interact with your body, with food, with exercise, and much beyond that with your partner. What type of intimacy you're going to engage with? Where and how you're going to spend your disposable income will be influenced by what you believe your body should be. Your view on body diversity will get influenced. Even racism, even feminism will be influenced by what you believe the size of your body should be. I want you to sit with that for a few seconds here. Because if you had yet in your journey to connect how your personal belief impact your day-to-day activity, this just explained it for you. And it's very powerful teaching here. Here's another example for you to think about nutrition mindset. If you believe that there is good and bad food, You'll feel terrible when you eat the bad food because when you make a quote bad food choices, you get to think you are a bad person. Same goes for other people around you who make the quote bad food choices. You will think of them as less than. This will impact how you engage with other people. The way you believe about good and bad food will influence where you spend your money, how you spend your money, and even, to some degree, the activity into which you take part into. Countless women that come to me with these strong beliefs about nutrition will tell me stories of them not going to certain places, not taking part in social activity because of the belief they had with food. Let's go to the other side of this nutrition mindset. Let's imagine that you believe that food is just food. You won't assign yourself a value for making any food choices. And you will not judge other people for their food choices. And yes, you will spend your money differently than the person who believes that there's good and bad food. Now, one crucial distinction is that mindset isn't about what is true or not in your life. It's about what is possible about the situation and how you respond to it. Mindset isn't responsible for what other people do, but it is responsible for how you respond to what other people do. What does this mean? This means that when you say that someone has a diet mindset, when I diagnose someone with having a diet mindset, it doesn't negate that this person struggle with their eating behavior. It means that their mindset about their eating behavior is what is keeping them stuck 
in the problematic eating behavior. Do you get this? It's really important you get this. Your mindset about your eating behavior is what determines if you stay stuck in your current eating behavior situation or if you're going to change it. (laughs) Really important. Although your mindset isn't going to create a different outcome magically, and that is what the gurus are selling you, right? Change your mindset, change your life. That's BS. Changing your mindset will significantly change how you think, how you feel, and your daily action. It will affect your habits, it will affect your lifestyle, your relationship, how you respond to other, but it won't magically create a different outcome. That's where the BS of the guru sits at. The action you take creates your result in your life. But it starts by changing the way you feel and the way you think. Now, the question is, do you have the right mindset? To know if you have the right mindset, ask yourself this question. What is the trajectory I am on based on the mindset that I'm at? Is your current mindset creating what you want? Or is your mindset not creating what you don't want? The goal of mindset work is to change your action and your reaction so that you can create what you want. Ultimately, it's your mindset that holds you back from what you want in life, from what you want to create in the future of your own life. The first step in doing this work, the mindset work, is understanding how your mindset different elements are working together and how you can start to bring them all in together so they can start working for you. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a very methodical person and that comes from years of training in science and doing clinical work. So the first thing that I do when I have something I want to change or a situation I want to correct is look for the why. Now, I also have a 15-year career in the operation world. So I was a VP of operation, and I was paid to look at processes and their efficiency. My zone of genius was to investigate why things weren't working the way they were. Very scientific approach to this. And, And one thing that I was trained into is, and for my corporate sister here, you're probably familiar with that, is the Six Sigma The Six Sigma is also known as the five level of why. So every time you encounter a situation that you want to change, you look back and ask why things aren't working well. And that's what I did when I came to the world of nutrition. I went to school, got trained into the world of nutrition and was told that to change people's life, you had to give them an immense amount of nutrition information. Knowledge was the key to health. So I went out to do this. Guess what? That didn't work too well. (laughs) So I, I started my journey in asking why, right? 
So if women know that food, certain food are good or bad, why aren't they making the right choices? And that led me to the world of, well, it's because of emotion. Okay, so why are women feeling so bad? Well, it's about their body size. Okay, good. So why do women think that they need to be smaller? That the world of mindset came in, right? The thoughts. I'm like, okay, so why are we as women learn to think this way that thinner is better? And that's the fifth level of why. It's the social system. There we are. That's the real problem. Social system meaning what it is meaning in today's society to be a woman. 99% of us women never had a choice to acquire or not diet mindset. It was thought to us without an option. We didn't consciously decide that we're going to believe that tenor is better. It was imposed to us by the social system, just like Tammy. She didn't know there was anything else possible. How many of you listening right now didn't know that just a few months ago, perhaps even just a few weeks ago, that you had an option not to diet, you had an option not to hate your own body. This other way is the non-diet mindset. So what happens? What happens when we do the work and change our diet mindset for a non-diet mindset? Let me give you a few very concrete example of what happens. Instead of asking yourself, do I deserve this food? You'll say, am I hungry? Instead of asking, how do I look? You will ask, how do I feel? Instead of asking, how much do I get to eat today? You will ask, how much food do I need right now? Instead of looking at exercise so you can eat more, you'll look at exercise as a way of moving your body so you feel better. Instead of saying, I can eat whatever I want on my cheat day, you'll say, I can eat whatever I want any day. Instead of saying, I hate how awfully I ate this weekend, you will look back and say, I had a great time this weekend with my family. Instead of ruminating on what other people say about you and how important it is to manage other people's opinion, you'll think, what I think of myself determines how I feel about myself, not what other things. Instead of assuming and believing that your worth is determined by your weight, you will know that you are born worthy. Instead of thinking you need to be smaller to be attractive, you'll think my sexy is in my attitude and how I carry myself. Instead of assuming to feel better, I need to lose weight. You will know that the way to feel better is to think better thoughts. Instead of thinking my weight determines my health, you will know that your health promoting behavior is what influence your health. As a woman, it's my responsibility to maintain my beauty, 
will never be again. Because you will know that as a woman, it's your responsibility to impact the world with your action. I'm going to stop here. I'm sure you understand what I mean. That's the difference between diet mindset and a non-diet mindset. So if you're sitting there, you're like, yeah, I want that. I want to have a non-diet mindset. I want to ditch the diet mindset. How do I begin this process of changing my mindset? There's no special hack. There's no tips and quick fixes that I'm going to sell to you here. It is work. It's just that's what it is. Now, there is a methodology to how you can go about changing your mindset. And that's what I teach. It's called self-coaching. Self-coaching is a framework that guides you on how to determine which belief, which assumption, which thought is creating the action you have in your life that you want to change and the result you want to change as well. You learn through self-coaching, step-by-step, how to coach yourself into a new mindset. Self-coaching, I didn't invent, it is scientific, it is based on cognitive behavior therapy. However, I teach it to you in a way that you can apply it to yourself. You don't need to go to a therapist. You learn the framework, the structure, the step-by-step approach, and then you can change your own belief system. There's kind of three stages in self-coaching. Awareness of what is, right? So the first thing you need to take an inventory on how you think and how it impacts your life. Stage two is empowerment. And to me, As a feminist, this is critically important. I am not here to tell you which mindset you should have or which beliefs you should believe. That's not my job. My job is to help you see what you think and then have you ask yourself, well, do I want to continue to think this way? Are the ways in which I'm thinking creating the result that I want in my life? If you say, hell yes, then keep your thoughts, keep your belief. If you say, no, I want to change, then you go to step three, which is a transformation. This is when you develop new thoughts, new belief that will create with time and practice your new mindset. Self-coaching is a framework that can be applied to, yes, your diet mindset, the way you engage with food, with weight, your belief as a woman, but Once you've learned the framework, you can apply it to anything in your life, your relationship, your kids, your money, your career, anything. We teach you the self-coaching framework in Conquer and Thrive via video tutorial, worksheet, exercise. This is not something I can teach here on the podcast because you need to practice and go through different steps in learning. And it's not something I can teach to you verbally, but we do teach it in Conquer and Thrive. You practice it, you submit your coaching to a coach for guidance, we help you with accountability check-in, with community to get you to practice the framework so you can actually create a new mindset for yourself. So if you would love to change your mindset after this podcast and you want a framework to learn to do it, come and see us inside of Conference Drive, come and interact with me in our membership community, and we'll teach you the self-coaching approach. So 
mindset is like my favorite part of helping women change their relationship to food and body because once we do that, everything else unlock super easily. So hopefully this helps you. Again, I hope that I'll see you in Conquer and Tribe if you want to work on this. If not, I love you, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Tribe. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Thrive will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.